Welcome to episode 154 of the TDR Now podcast. We are the first English-speaking podcast focusing on the Disney parks in Asia, including Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, and Shanghai Disneyland. And we are coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us at tdrexplorer.com, on Twitter and Instagram at tdrexplorer, on YouTube under tdrexplorer, on Facebook at facebook.com slash tdrexplorer, on Pinterest, like basically anywhere that you can think of, okay? I'm one of your hosts, Trish. Uh, I take photos, I go to the parks, and you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at dreamsweetslove. And as always, here is the amazing Chris, Chris. I don't think you need an introduction, but introduce yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for that. But yeah, I'm the other host, Chris, chief content editor for TDR Explorer, and I'm the one eating all the seasonal food in the parks. You probably saw all the videos on YouTube, just me stuffing my face. I think it's very like, Fun fact, relaxing. I've gained 10 pounds. No, you have not. <laughs> you don't look like you've gained 10 pounds, at least. Yes, I have. What? Uh, it's like muscle. But from walking the parks, <laughs> we'll just say that. We'll just say that because there's no dis, no calories at Disney. Remember, we've discussed this. It's magic calories. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, well, I gained ma- ten magical pounds. Then, <laughs> I guess <laughs> we'll just call it that. Like pixie dust filled pounds. Pretty much. <laughs> oh, it's Christmas time. It is that time Holiday of year. Season. <laughs> it is. It's getting colder, especially here in Tokyo. It's finally starting to cool down because it was rather warm for the longest time. It was unseasonably warm. But you know what? Now that it's getting colder, like, I, I can't take it. I Like, I can't take the winter at all. Yeah. <laughs> but you're going to get the most magical thing in the world outside of Disneyland, and that is a kotatsu. Yes, I'm I'm buying myself a kotatsu. For those that don't know what a kotatsu is, kotatsu is a marvelous thing here in Japan where it's a heated table. So it's a table that has a heater underneath it, and what's special about it, well, besides the heater, is the top actually comes off the table, and then you put like a thick blanket on it and then you put the top back on and you can sit under the table and you put the blanket over yourself and it's just heavenly it's life you guys i'm not allowed to have one because if i did i would never leave the house so it's forbidden here (laughs) um i've used them like at, at friends houses and stuff and it's just it's so lovely it's really nice. And so I, I've been going out to the store, uh, Nitori. Uh, that's usually where I go. And it's a furniture, home furniture store in Japan. And um, so I've been scouting out the one that I want and everything. And so I picked out the blankets, that I, the pattern blankets and everything. Because, you know, in Japan, you kind of get choices of every pattern you can think of for everything. Could you find like a Chippendale, like blanket? I looked. I well, there are ones, but they're not specifically made for the kotatsu that I want. Because uh-huh, uh-huh. it has to be like the the proper dimension and stuff, so it fits over mm. it nicely. But I picked, I think, one with like polar bears or something on it. I don't know. That's really cute. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm looking forward to that and then never leaving the house until spring. (laughs) You need like your (laughs) supply of like clementine oranges and you need a cat. (laughs) (laughs) And Christmas treats. So people can people start sending me Christmas treats. I'll I'll take donations. (laughs) But um, speaking of Christmas, so this episode we're going to talk about christmas in tokyo because our last one we talked about christmas at tokyo disneyland and chances are if you're here you're not going to just be at disneyland you're also going to be one going to the city so we're going to talk about stuff that you can do that is not i wouldn't say necessarily christmas specific but winter winter specific like holiday-ish sparkly lights you know all that yeah. fun stuff yeah so it's gonna be good it's gonna be I really enjoy this time of year. A lot of people do, even though it's cold. And I know a lot of people are listening right now saying, but Chris, you're Canadian. You should be used to it. Yes, I know. (laughs) (laughs) I am used to the cold, but um, I'm not used to not having central heating. Japan doesn't have that. That's so true. Because back home in Canada, we have central heating when it's minus 50 degrees outside in the winter. So... You know, anyway, we can have a whole podcast on that kind of thing, but we don't need to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we should probably get on with the show. Okay, so before we start, really quickly about our Patreon. Big thank you to everyone who does contribute to our Patreon. You do help keep the show running, and we really do appreciate it. So if you'd like to contribute to our Patreon, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash TDR now. And if you pledge, there are different levels of rewards that you can get. And one of those is a shout out. So if you pledge $5 or more, you will get a shout out at the end of every episode. So stay tuned for that. We're going to have our shout outs at the end. Again, that's patreon.com slash TDR now. And again, thank you so much to everyone who's contributing already. It really does make a difference, and we really do appreciate it, and we're very grateful for it. Okay. We have some news. We have some news. A little bit of news. Yeah. We have some actually pretty cool news. Yeah, so I think, yeah, in our past or previous episode, we didn't know when Christmas was starting at Shanghai Disneyland. And we kind of know now that Shanghai Disneyland doesn't really announce their event dates well in advance. <laughs> and in this case, they just kind of started the event and like, here you go. Um, so their Christmas event started November 24th and goes until January 1st, 2019. All right. All right. So it's longer than Tokyo Disney because Tokyo Disney goes until the 25th of December, mm-hmm. right? Because we get ready for New Year's after that. And Hong Kong goes until January 1st as well. Probably the biggest thing, um, obviously I haven't done it yet. I haven't done the Christmas thing yet, which I'm planning on doing, is um, they're doing a skating rink in Disney Town, which is very interesting. I love when the parks do ice skating rinks. I'm like, I'm such a sucker for that. But this um, um, skating rink has something very special doesn't it yeah so um this is so this is from the, the the press release so it says on friday saturdays and sundays mickey's icy holiday has mickey and minnie join the fun in their festive outfits 
and a host will invite lucky guests to join them on the ice for a photograph. What? So, yeah, and this is outside of Shanghai Disneyland. So Disney Town is their version of Downtown Disney or Disney Springs, whatever you want to refer to it as. Um, so they, I've never heard of them doing this. They they may have done it for Halloween. I don't really remember, but it's kind of a meet and greet outside the park. I mean, well, it's like um like a little presentation, like a skating show, no? Yeah. And I mean, that's kind of amazing that you don't need a ticket and you can see Mickey and Minnie like dancing. It's good. It's good advertising, right? It makes you want to go inside the park, I feel. Yeah, I think I, I'd say, yeah, that's probably what they're aiming to do is to get people to go to the park. Um, and just a note for this skating rink, it's running from December 7th through late February 2019. So it hasn't started. It, it didn't start with the Christmas event. Maybe they're waiting for it to get colder. I don't know. Not sure. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to do the skating rink. Because I don't. It's not that cold right now in Shanghai. At least cold enough to have ice. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, isn't there like a like a little? Okay, this shows how much I know about skating. Isn't there like a little ice maker under the ground or something? Because we've had like I know in in like uh, Marunouchi, one of the malls. Um, I forgot which one it was. One of the the malls in front of the station had like an ice skating rink indoors, and. Right. Like, it was just like there was not not anything around it trapping in cold air or anything. It was just like the ice was somehow, they would go and they'd like clean it up every once in a while. But like something was making the ice on the ground. I don't know how they do it. I would imagine it's something similar. Hmm. But outdoors? I'm not sure. <laughs> not 100% sure on that one. But I'm sure they, I'm sure they have it figured out. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so that's good. Um, we'll have more on the Shanghai Disneyland Christmas stuff later. I'm planning to go there over Christmas. So we'll talk about it a little bit after after I get to do it. <laughs> I, you have to report back all the details because it sounds so amazing. It does. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, in Tokyo Disney news, the Steamboat Wheelie popcorn bucket's back, and it looks like it's not selling out because it's been back for about a week at, by this point. Yay! And when it first came out, it had a four-hour wait, and it sold out. And it looks like it's back. Well, it is back, I should say. And um, I was told it's going to be a regular item for about a year. That's what I was told. Who knows how true that is, though? <laughs> There's some random cast members, so. Don't really know, but so if you were looking for the Steamboat Willie popcorn bucket, it is back, and hopefully it'll be in stock for the next little while. Rocking. And we do have a, a guide on popcorn on the website, so you can go check that out. We we do our best to keep it updated as much as possible. And you were saying there was um, so we have a special show in Maihama. Yeah, so um, the Maihama Amphitheater is for the first time ever going to have uh, Takarazuka performing there. If you don't know what Takarazuka is, it's an all-female performance troupe 
that was invented, I think, in the night that was like uh, originated in the 1920s. And um, it's probably like the biggest, the biggest thing in entertainment in Japan, I would say, like has a lot of really hardcore fans. um, And it's like really, really like over the top, like theatrical production. And it's it's very interesting. It's um, so kind of like an interesting trivia, too, is uh, one of the the people that used to be in charge of entertainment at um, Tokyo Disney Resort used to be um, a Takarazuka performer, which is kind of cool. So I don't know. I don't know if it's through that connection or what that they came to Maihama, but they're going to be performing there for the first time and it's called Holiday Delight. And it's starting this Friday on the 30th and it goes on um, until December 9th. And I'm going to be there on the 30th. I'll let you know how it is. But I was I was talking to you before the podcast that like, you know, I was like, oh, I wonder if I could find like some kind of promotional video to see what the show is going to be like. So I've been to Takarazuka before, but I haven't been to like a holiday performance of one of their shows. You know what I mean? And um, mm. so I go to YouTube and I, I type in holiday delight and what comes up. But um, like kind of like stalker videos. <laughs> so <laughs> That doesn't surprise me. Uh, the fans are really, really hardcore. So the fans are broken up into different groups and it's by seniority. And even the way they greet the dancers is by seniority. You, If you're like a new member, you cannot be at the front of the line. Like, I don't know, there's some kind of consequence. Who knows what the consequence would be? But the videos were like people waiting outside for the rehearsals, just videotaping the girls going into the building. And that's it. And it, I don't know. It was kind of creepy. But um, people people are really hard. Like, you think Disney fans are hardcore? Takarazuka fans are, like, super, super duper hardcore. Like, really hardcore. <laughs> Sounds like it. Um, but the shows are amazing. I'm really interested in, about this. You should, okay, you should go to a Takarazuka show because it's really, really fascinating. And the... The performance, the the level of the performers is so so high. Like these girls, to get into it, it's it's almost impossible. Like it's 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 like kind of like I guess like the the closest thing would be like in New York, like Broadway or like the Rockettes or something. Like it's it's so so difficult, so competitive, and um, just the performance level is super duper high, and the shows are really over the top. And they're actually trying to appeal to foreigners. So I think right now, if you're like a foreign tourist, there might be some kind of like special tickets that you can get through the Takarazuka website and some discounts for foreign visitors, I believe. And they're trying to attract more international um, uh, guests. So uh, if you're in Japan, I really recommend it. Give it a try because it's it's something very unique to the country, I think. Yeah, I definitely need to check that out. That's one thing I haven't done yet. I've been here for how long? <laughs> but I think yeah, it's it's kind of still like for for like for international people, it's still kind of like obscure, right? You don't really hear like you hear about like um, I don't know like kabuki or like super kabuki or <laughs> those kind of things, but you don't hear about like yeah, takarazuka yeah, yeah. that much. But it's funny because takarazuka I think would appeal to foreign audiences, like. I've noticed the posters for them around the city because mm-hmm. like when you look at the poster, you can definitely tell it's like it's a female dressed as a male. Mm-hmm. Like in the, you know, they're, they're really done up. Like they're not, they're not trying to make them look masculine, but they're dressed in like masculine clothing, like, but they still look like 
feminine but not yeah like, it's really hard to explain it's really interesting and like the training is really interesting like from when you enter you get separated into like the female group or the male group and the gestures and the kind of like everything that they go through is to kind of like make like uh the ideal man or the ideal woman like in parentheses of course um so they say like who is better to portray the ideal man than a woman <laughs> you know it's kind of like yeah. it's really interesting it's like really it's really I don't know. But like from the moment they enter, they get kind of like separated and they go through like this really heavy training. Definitely need to check that out. Okay. So what is it called again? Takarazuka. 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 I'll try to remember to put that in the the show notes. (laughs) (laughs) Takarazuka. Uh, In the parks. Confession, I haven't gone to the parks this week at all. I was going to go to the parks, but you know what? Blackout dates. Why? Oh, yeah. That's why I didn't go. I was thinking, like, why didn't I go this week? I forgot. Yeah, there was blackout dates because it was um, Thanksgiving Labor Day here. But not Thanksgiving, like, in the sense of American Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. It's just Labor Day Thanksgiving is what they call it. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I forgot about that. I was we were blocked out on Friday and Saturday. What a bummer! But I heard it was. Um, I was at the station doing shopping, and I was heading back, and it was around. It had to be around three o'clock, and they kept announcing over the loudspeakers, "Visitors to Tokyo Disney Resort: the park is currently very, very full, and you can't go inside," or something like that. Not like that, but something to that mm. effect. And I was like, oh, it sounds so Ticket crowded. Ticket sales have been suspended. Basically, yeah. It sounded so crowded. I'm like, oh, no, it's going to be a nightmare at the parks today. So yeah, maybe it's good. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to go on a day like that, you know? No, unless you're unless you really need to be there. There's no point. Mm-hmm. I had friends that were wanting to go. But when I said, well, I'm blacked out, so I can't go, and I'm not buying, like, I don't particularly want to buy a day ticket. Yeah. Um, so my friends didn't end up going. They went to Universal Studios um, earlier this week, actually. They said it was super busy. They went on a Monday, oh. which, of course, we always say, don't go on a Monday, <laughs> <laughs> especially for especially for USJ. USJ typically gets really busy on Mondays. Oh. Um, I think it has to do with like school trips, but also I think like industry, you know, people that work in like the food service industry mm-hmm. or anything like that, they'll have like a Monday off. Oh, cool. I see. And, um, you know, speaking of Osaka, um, they're going to bring the World Expo. Yeah, the World Expo in 2025. Mm-hmm. It's going to be in Osaka. Oh Wasn't the World Expo there in the 70s? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It's back. So that's very interesting. A lot going on. Man, the tourism... <laughs> There's always something coming to this country. I swear, like, the tourism <laughs> is not going to drop anytime soon, so I'm kind of worried, but I think it'll be exciting. I think so, too. Um, but by the time this uh, this episode comes out, um, I'm going to be... I'll be in Hong Kong doing the Christmas there, so we'll also talk about that as well. Yes. I'm very excited. I'm very... I'm looking forward to it. <sighs> Okay, so enough about that. Let's move on <laughs> to um, a Tokyo Christmas. But before we go into that, really quickly about our ebooks, our awesomely fantastic 
amazing ebooks, <laughs> <laughs> travel guide ebooks on both Tokyo Disney Resort and Universal Studios Japan. 200 pages of just awesome goodness for Tokyo Disney Resort. You plan your trip from start to finish. Has pretty much everything you need to know. Seriously, like it this guide has become like the essential guide to plan a trip to Tokyo Disney Resort. If you're anyone who's coming over here, you need to get the guide. There's no question about it. Because Tokyo Disney Resort is a resort that you can't just kind of waltz into and figure it out as you go. Because if you do that, you're going to waste a lot of time. <laughs> and you don't want to do that. Especially if you're traveling all this way, you don't want to do that. You want to maximize your time. And same thing goes for Universal Studios Japan. Because Universal Studios Japan is awesome. And I love it. And it has... I was going to say it has Harry Potter world, but that's not the proper name for it. (laughs) (laughs) That's what everyone calls it, though. (laughs) The Wizarding World of Harry Potter and has the awesome flying dinosaur roller coaster, which is my favorite in the world. Absolutely love that coaster and I can't wait to do it again. So if you want to pick up these essential travel guides, you can go to our website, tdrxport.com slash ebook. And you'll see the links there for both Tokyo Disney Resort and Universal Studios Japan. So make sure you go and check it out. We put a lot of work into them and we're very proud of them. So make sure you go and check them out. All right, let's talk about Christmas in Tokyo. Yeah. There's a lot to do. (laughs) There's a lot. There's a lot. And you can, you know, there's so much to do. You're not going to be able to do all of it. And you don't need to do all of it. Um, just go and enjoy whatever you run across as you're in different parts of the city because there is something going on in every part of the city during this season. Yeah. So typically Christmas literally switches overnight. So October 31st, Halloween. November 1st, Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) There's, There's no break whatsoever. Even if on November 1st it is 25 degrees outside, no, it's Christmas. Doesn't matter. Christmas lights go up. There's reindeer and Santa hats and candy canes and elves everywhere. Doesn't matter. It's just how it is here. I wonder, is it, do you think it's surprising? Like if, if you're a listener, do you think it's surprising that Christmas is such a big holiday here? I thought it was when I first moved here. Right? I, I was kind of thinking that's kind of weird why is it such a big thing because it's like it's not a religious holiday here in any sense Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um like december 25th is not a holiday here no yeah we work on Um, december 25th not not a national holiday yeah um but we have the emperor's birthday which is close close enough man oh and guess what okay so the emperor's birthday because it's on the 23rd because yeah. Monday is the 24th, we actually get Monday off, the observed day. So we get Christmas Eve off. Yay! Yay! <laughs> well, considering I'm, <laughs> I make my own schedule, I guess it doesn't. <laughs> Yay! I'll be, I'll be working anyway. <laughs> um, so, I don't know, how about we just start with um, stuff to do in November? Because November is still kind of warm. Yeah, I love November. So, I love that it's still it's still like the last pieces of autumn. I'm like hanging on to autumn. I don't want to let it go. Yeah, so in 
in November, like more closer to the end of November into the beginning of December, we have the fall foliage. Mm-hmm. So we have the beautiful, beautiful fall colors of all the trees, especially the ginkgo trees. Ginkgo trees are so pretty. Yeah, so... Uh, of course, if you've looked online, you would have seen pictures. People take pictures. It's a, it's um, very popular. So just like the sakura in the spring, everyone comes for the fall foliage, foliage as well. Um, so I guess one of the most famous places or most popular in Tokyo is the Meiji Jingu Gaien, which is in um, near Aoyama. So it's like this big park and they have the one, there's this one street that's just lined with ginkgo trees and it's gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous, especially when they're fully yellow. Oh my gosh. It's just, it, it's, it's gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And again, it's the Meiji Jingu Gaien. Um, it does get very busy. Um, so if you're going to something like that, try and do it like on a weekday in the afternoon, <laughs> you know, something like that. Um, and then, the, like, pretty much any park you go to in Tokyo or, like, anywhere in Japan, really, they're going to have some kind of ginkgo tree or trees changing colors. So you have yellows and oranges and reds. And the reds are really nice. I really love the reds. Um, some good places to go to go to are the is the Shinjuku Gyoen, which is the Shinjuku Garden. That one's really nice. And then there's also Inokashira Park which is a little bit west of Tokyo or sorry, west, western part of Tokyo. Um, it's, it's near the Ghibli museum. If, if you know where that is. And then even further west is the Showa Kinen park. And it's supposedly it's, I, I read this, it's Japan's biggest park. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. It's, 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 it's a massive park. It is really big. And um, I go there quite, I actually, I go there quite often because mm-hmm. I, it's easy for me to get there. Um, and it's a, it's a lovely park. You can easily spend a full day there if you wanted to. Yeah. And it's gorgeous. And they, they sometimes do fireworks, which is very odd. I'll take it. On, I'll on, take any fireworks. On, <laughs> yeah. On, on select dates, they'll do fireworks. Mm. Why? I don't know. They just do. Not going to question it. <laughs> so, so yeah, fall foliage is gorgeous. Um, then, of course, if you go further south, like to Kyoto, of course, the fall foliage there is very popular as well. Do you want to know a secret? So fall, fall is a good time to visit. Chris, you want to know a secret about fall foliage? What's that? Okay. Have you ever wanted to see those beautiful leaves in the wintertime? Yeah. Yeah. There is a place... In Chiba, called Yorokeikoku, uh-huh. and it is like a little south of the center of the Chiba Peninsula, and you can see the fall leaves in December. Oh, I know. So if you get here a little late, but you're like, ah, I wish I could have seen those leaves, you can actually head out there and check it out as well. That's actually really cool. I'm sorry, what was it called again? It's called Yorokeikoku. And it's in Chiba, and you can take the Keio line um, from Tokyo to Soga and then change 
at Soga to the Uchibo line and change <laughs> to the Kominato line at Goi Station. And the journey will take about two to three hours. It's a little far, but you can take a day trip out there. And it's supposed to be really, really, really gorgeous. And it's、um, famous with hikers and nature lovers. And it has Chiba's biggest waterfall, too. Oh. So I guess you would just type in Chiba waterfall, it would be easy to find. Biggest waterfall. <laughs> okay, Chiba's biggest waterfall. Yeah, just Google that and you'll be able to find it. <laughs> It's probably easier to remember. That's a good tip. I didn't know that. I learned something new today. Right?、Yay. We always learn. It's so interesting. Like living here, you, like, you're always learning new stuff because like, there's so, each area has so much kind of like interesting, unique things. And like, little by little, you like, gather the information. Yeah. Experience teaches you a lot, it really does. Um, so, after the fall foliage, for the most part, unless you go to the cheapest, biggest waterfall, <laughs>、um, into December, it starts to get really cold.、Uh, so、and, cold. By, and by really cold, I mean it's going to be in single digits. Yeah. Like between two and eight degrees in the evening,、mm. which can be a little chilly、um, comparing to Canada. That's not cold at all. But、mm. for Tokyo, that is pretty chilly. And sometimes it'll get down to even minus. Two, three? No. Sometimes. It's so cold. <laughs> it, well, the, like, the thing is with the cold here, it's a humid cold.、Mm. So it's a little more chilling. Yeah. Than, than a dry cold. Like a dry cold, especially for me back home in Canada, you can, you know, you can put on one big thick layer and you're good. Yeah. But you can't really do that here because you need to layer. You do. Because the. The humidity kind of cuts through it, and it's just. And we're also on, like, Japan's an island, so it's windy, and Tokyo is close to the ocean, so we get a lot of wind, and that wind can be very unpleasant, especially when it's cold.、Uh. So, layering, lots of layers, and hats and mitts, and all that fun stuff. But we get to see beautiful illuminations, as they call them here. Throughout the city. Yay, I love the illuminations. Illumination. It's, it's, it's essentially Christmas lights,、yeah. but taken to the next level, I say. Everything I say. sparkles. Everywhere you go in the city, something is sparkling. Yeah, like my local train station,、uh, we have illuminations on both the north and south side of the station. My station's not very big, but we have two gigantic displays, and they're very pretty. And sometimes I just like to. Sit there and just watch them for a few minutes just to enjoy them. Aww. It's quite nice.、Um, but there's lots of like really big displays throughout Tokyo in the wintertime. And a lot of these will run, like, depending on what they are, some of them will actually run until February、yeah. for Valentine's Day. Because <laughs> it's still cold in January and February. It's kind of romantic, so, all the twinkling lights. I think they keep that for like, the romance holidays. Yeah. And it also kind of ties into the whole date night in Japan, which we'll talk about in a little bit、mm-hmm. as well.、Uh, but as for illuminations, probably. So they haven't done this for a few years now, which I'm kind of disappointed in.、Um, I don't know if you remember this. I think it was three years ago,、mm-hmm. three or four years ago.、Um, the major shopping. Um, department stores around Tokyo Station 
they all collaborated together with Disney and they all had their own themed Disney Christmas trees and illuminations. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. So there was yeah, so there was like the Maru Maruchi building and a couple of the other ones I don't remember the names, but they all had like different Disney themed Christmas trees. One was like one year it was frozen at one place and then the other one was like Winnie the Pooh in France, another one was Mickey Mouse, and another one was like Cinderella. Yeah. And it was like this big thing and, you know, limited merchandise and beautiful lights and everything. It was really cool. They've stopped doing that, which I'm kind of disappointed in. I think it's probably moved to like a different part of the city. I haven't seen anything. I've tried to look. Because they they also did something, I think, a year or two ago now Mm -hmm. where um, they had a Disney-themed Christmas tree in like... 23 areas of Tokyo or something like that. And I think it was like, again, it was major department stores and they had like a map and everything and you can go and find all the Christmas trees to take pictures with. Like one was a Lion King. The other one was Cinderella. Mm -hmm. Another one was Winnie the Pooh. Another one was Mickey. Another one was this, that, you know. Um, But there is a Disney themed one, Disney Illuminations this year. And it's at uh, Shildome. There you go. Yeah. So this year they're doing Frozen and Tangled and it's running. It's on now until February 14th. So in the evenings, every 15 minutes, they alternate between two shows. So one will be Frozen. Then 15 minutes later, they'll do Tangled. Then 15 minutes later, they'll do Frozen. They'll just kind of keep rotating through that. So I haven't seen it this year and I need to go see that. So it's at Shiodome. So just Google Shiodome. S-H-I-O-D-O-M-E. And you'll see it there. I'll also put I'll put links in the show notes and stuff too. Um I know last I think it was last year. Mm-hmm. Or two years. I can, I can never remember these things. Uh they did like a Beauty and the Beast one. That was was it uh, you're right. It's either last year or the year before. It was really recent. It might have been the year I'm gonna say the year before because that's when the live action movie came mm-hmm, out. Mm-hmm. No, that would yeah, make I more think sense. you're right. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. And it was at the building. It was at was it? It was like on the border of Ginza and Yurakusho. It was a new building, Tokyo Plaza. I want to say at like the underground mm. floor. Oh, I think so. Maybe. Hmm. So anyway, that's like the biggest one, I guess, or like. Disney one Mm -hmm. that I could find. Everything else is not really Disney themed, unfortunately. But there you go. For if you if you want your Disney fix, (laughs) go to Shiodome Illuminations. Um, we have Rapungi Hills Christmas. I love it. That's always nice. I was just there. Um, I saw some of the Christmas trees that went up, and it's looking good. Uh, there's so many lights in Rapungi Hills, and it's so gorgeous. And um, one of the really good points about Roppongi Hills is you can go up to the Mori Tower and you can either do the rooftop view or the city view. And the city view has like usually like a little bar or something set up so you can have like a cocktail or something and just enjoy that beautiful like look of the city at night with all the sparkling lights. And it's so lovely. Oh, I yeah, I really like that area for Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Because it's like Roppongi Hills is kind of like a fancier area. It is. Yeah. So, okay. Be careful, you guys. Roppongi Hills versus Roppongi. Roppongi Hills, good. Roppongi, not good. 
Rapungi is the party area. Yeah. Um, so if you're not into partying, just to avoid that area. <laughs> um, not that it's dangerous or anything. It's just, um, a lot of partying happens and thing things do happen in that area. Um, so just be mindful of that. And, and it's more in the later evenings. So if like, if you're doing the Rapungi Hills Christmas, you're going to be there. Like the sun sets at four 30. <laughs> <laughs> so... You can be there at five o'clock and it'll be completely dark and enjoy the Christmas lights. So, And another really cool thing about Roppongi Hills is that it has Tokyo's oldest Christmas market. Oh, that I didn't know. And it's supposed to be massive. So if you like a good Christmas market, check it out. I will. <laughs> uh, and then we have the Tokyo Midtown Christmas lights. Yeah. Which are very popular. I love it. Just that, like that sea, like it's like a sea of lights. It's like, yeah, it's (laughs) sometimes like if I look at the lights too much, like if they're all one color, it messes up my like my (laughs) like your death person a little bit. I'm like, oh no, I know how you feel. It kind of like sucks you in. (laughs) Yeah, just you you kind of get mesmerized by it. Just like, oh. So yeah, Tokyo Midtown Christmas lights. Just be mindful. It's going to be very, it's very popular. Yeah. So especially on December 24th, which is date night, which I promise we will get to in a moment. <laughs> um, there's going to be thousands upon thousands of people there. So it's probably not going to be that pleasant. It's massively crowded and it's, yeah, but the people move. They have, they have people moving the people along, but it's going to take a little bit of time to get to those lights. Yeah, so I recommend not doing it on the 24th. Do it some other time. Mm-hmm. Not, and not on a weekend. <laughs> yeah, don't... No. Never on a weekend. Um, then we have the Tokyo Skytree Dream Christmas. I like it. I like the little market that they have there. I love that you can see the Skytree. Um, are they doing ice skating this year again or no? I didn't see. I didn't look, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, that that air is always really nice. Nicely done up for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And then if we want to talk about theme parks again, or I guess this is more of a amusement park than a theme park, Yomuri Land, which is kind of southwest Tokyo, and it's kind of in the middle of like a residential area. There's not much else by it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so Yomuri Land is a amusement park. So there's, there's an actual roller coaster there. I think it's wooden. Yeah, it's wooden. I I rode it last year and it was rough as those wooden coasters. Rough as you can. It's painful. <laughs> it was a little painful, yeah, but it was fun. I, it's it's really long, and I did it at night. <laughs> and there's like a part where you're actually going through like it feels like you're in the middle of the forest because so there's cool. like no lights. Yeah, there's no lights or anything around, and you're just. You just feel and it's cold, so like the wind on your face is really cold and everything. And it's just, it was actually kind of fun. Like it was rough, but it was fun. You can feel like you're like Santa um, on his sleigh journey in the middle of the night. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, exactly. Um, but they're doing their special Christmas lights, which is always really nice. That's what I did last year. Mm-hmm. Or I should say, like, I think I did it in February this year. You know, like it's on for a while and um, it's kind of cool. And if you want to see um, 
like what a theme park in Japan or amusement park in Japan looks like that's not Disney or not Universal Studios. <laughs> um it's it's good to check out. It's a good it's a good day out, I'd say. For sure. And then we have Odaiba, which is closer to Tokyo Disney Resort. Odaiba they always do like the the big malls there always have something with Christmas and Christmas lights and all that. Mm-hmm. It's so cold though. Um especially especially the ones that are facing um facing into Tokyo where you can see the skyline. Yeah, that's really pretty all obviously, the little Oda- boats and stuff. Yeah, you get to see all the, the boat stuff, and you can see the skyline, and then there's Christmas lights and everything. Because uh, Odaiba's on man-made uh, land. Mm-hmm. So, like, the south side faces... Um, well, like, if you're in the Odaiba, like, the shopping mall area, if you're facing south, you're just going to see more buildings. You don't really see much else. Yeah. Uh, but if you face looking north, you get to see into the city. So there's always nice lights and stuff there. So let's talk about food. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, what kind of food are we talking about? Because there's so much yummy oh. food. So I guess like Christmas specific. Like, I'm putting like quotes, like Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it's just stuff that people eat during the Christmas holidays. Like winter here, food. Right, during the winter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, strawberry cake. Strawberry shortcake. You gotta have strawberry cake. Is a thing. Yeah. It's... Like you would, uh, if you've done any research, you would have seen it, and it's very popular, and it's delicious. <laughs> Strawberry cakes and and anything with like chestnut, like chestnut tarts and things like that, are so popular this time of year. Oh, like the chestnut stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. chestnut Mont Blanc and stuff like that. I'm not a big fan of that. I'm okay with it. It can be a bit heavy. You know, um, also, it's heavy and it's kind of, yeah, I don't know. I'm just not a big fan of it. They also do like around the city roasted ch- chestnuts in a lot of places. So you can just pick oh, up yeah, a bag yeah, of yeah. that and go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and a big potato. Big potato. Yeah. The sweet potatoes. <gasps> yeah. So good. So, like if you go into like a grocery store mm-hmm. or a Japanese festival, you'll see... So at a Japanese festival, they'll just sell, like, literally, like, it looks, some of them are the size of, like, a newborn baby. It's really filling. <laughs> the Yeah, just, like, these sweet potatoes, and they're hot. And you just eat it. You just walk around eating it. That's all you do. That's what it's for. They keep you warm. And, and at the grocery store, they'll have them. They're usually near the front. Yeah. And they're, like, they're warmed on hot stones. It's like the weirdest thing, but it's good. I like to chase down the guy in the car. Like, it's at the supermarket. I usually won't buy it. But if I hear that little jingle from the guy in the car, I'm like, I run. (laughs) Yeah, you usually find, like, it's usually an older older guy at at the back of his truck. And he's selling, and they call it yaki imo. Yeah. Which is like baked, baked potato. And it's like this weird song. Yeah. Yaki and it's always mo. the same one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yaki mo. <laughs> I can't even do it. I can't but do like, it either. I, I it's very distinct. It. Like once you know what it sounds like, you recognize it immediately. You run. 
I feel like I feel like we need to find a clip of that. We have to because we did not do it justice right now. <laughs> no, we did not at all. No, neither neither of us are an old Japanese guy <laughs> that can do it. <laughs> like, there's actually um, a a guy that does it outside my my train station. Oh. So it's usually later at night yeah. that he's around. So about eight. Eight o'clock onwards, he's outside the station just selling them on the side of the street, and people buy it. Why not? It's a hot potato. Let me tell you, when it's called that hot potato, the hot potato, I feel like it sounds like a baked potato. The, 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 the sweet potato is really nice because it warms you up. It like warms your core, and it, it makes your heart warm because someone made that sweet potato for you, and it's just a really lovely experience. That's <laughs> so good. And um, also, it's just nice to hold. It is nice to hold. Too. Like if, you, if, if, if you have gloves on. <gasps> so nice. You just hold it, and it just like warms your hands and everything. Oh, it's so nice. Uh Oh, really quick about the strawberry cake thing. Um, you can get them anywhere. Like you can go to Seven Eleven and get strawberry cake. Yeah, it's Seven Eleven. Really... Starbucks has that little candle cake. That's strawberry cake. Anywhere you go in the city, there's strawberry cake somewhere. Yeah, like that is the thing to do mm-hmm. for Christmas. Like they call it Christmas cake sometimes. Yeah, but it's just strawberry. Like it's a strawberry shortcake cake. That's what it is. It's so fluffy though. It's so good. So good. I kind of want one. Me too. And a baked potato. Maybe after this, I'll go out and find the potato guy and then get myself a piece of cake. No, you know what my danger point is in Japan for Christmas is the stolen, the like the fruit cake with like the marzipan in the middle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so good. It's so high calorie. It's so yummy. It's so good, though. It really is. Oh, well, speaking of warm food, um. I can't believe we didn't even put this in the in the the notes here. Odin. Oh my god! Yeah, you know what? I was hooked up on. I was like hooked like on the idea of sweets. <laughs> yeah, me too. I kind of that's what I was thinking. Who of, needs but savory Odin. foods? But Odin is so so good. So Odin is. Um, it. <laughs> I feel like it comes out like September first for whatever reason. Yeah. Like as soon as summer's over, September first hits. It's like okay. It's fall. It's going to be cold. <laughs> like, no, it's still like almost 30 it's degrees so outside. Hot. I don't want soup. But yeah, so Odin's like, a, a, it's a soup, right? And you can get it from 7-Eleven, Family Mart, all those places have it. And it's at the front of the store. And you get to pick different like veg- like root vegetables and uh, potato and things like that. And you get to put it in a soup. And you can pick and whatever you, usually pay you want. for like each piece. Yeah, you can pick, like, if you've watched, like, anime before, you would have seen it. It's just a soup, and everything's just, like, very aesthetically pleasing. It's just one of those things you have to do. What do you like in your oden, Chris? Uh, I never remember what they're called. Uh, One is the... Oh, my goodness. You know, it looks like a little coin purse. (gasps) Oh, I know what you're talking about. (laughs) What is it called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember the name. (laughs) It's like I'm fried tofu and something yeah. is inside of it and it's tied. It's yeah, mochi it inside? Like little, I think so. I like that. And then also I like having mochi and it mochi's the pounded rice. Uh-huh. Um and then 
See, I'm really bad at remembering these names. Jeez, like, you'd think I would know by now. Um, it looks like a triangle. Cognac. It's brown. Cognac? Cognac. It's like, um, mm, it's gray. Yeah. It's. It doesn't look very good, but it's good. What is cognac? What is cognac made out of? Potato starch or something? Something like that. Like, it's not quite potato. It's, it's, um, (laughs) the texture, it's really good. What we're describing does not sound good, but it's so, so good. (laughs) It's like, um, (laughs) bendy. (laughs) But it's very yummy. We're not not giving it justice Try cognac and then give us your results. Yeah. And daikon. Oh, yes, daikon. The radish. Radish is good, yeah. yes. Oh. Um, well, I guess like this is not really specifically for Christmas, but it's it it keeps you warm. It's just nice. It's a winter food. Um, I'll take I accept it it's a winter as food. a Christmas winter Japanese food. You know. But probably I would say probably the best the best thing um besides KFC, which we'll talk about in a second, <laughs> um is is nabe. Nabe. That's what I'm eating every day is nabe. And my son hates me. He's like, mom, if we eat nabe one more night, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> so nabe is a hot pot. Yes. And you can put whatever you want in it. You put g- vegetables, green vegetables, red vegetables. You can put meat in there, like sliced meat, beef, pork, chicken, whatever. And you... You can put different types of broth inside of it. Noodles, no noodles. Yeah, you could like you could essentially you put whatever you want in it, and a lot of people will have like my friends and I. We do this all the time. It's called they everyone calls it a nabe party. Oh yeah. So you bring like one person like go to someone's house. Everyone brings the ingredients, and they have the big nabe pot, and. Everyone starts cooking, cooking it, and you're you're drinking, having a good time. And the best thing about it is because it's soup and it's hot, it warms up the house. There you go. So you don't have to have the heater on because you have warm soup, and the house smells amazing. It does. Um, and there are restaurants uh, that serve nabe. So if you, it's N A B E. If you just look that up, there's restaurants everywhere. Mm-hmm in Tokyo and throughout Japan that serve nabe. So I highly recommend trying that out. It's it's a Japanese it's one of those Japanese things to do. It's so good. So warming. Yeah, it it gets so chilly here that anything warm is like the happiest thing. Uh-huh. Okay, I want to talk about KFC. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Chris. I want to put it... Yes. <laughs> Why are we talking about KFC, Chris? Because KFC is the I wanna like I thought you were gonna say the slo- the the slogan. Say it. It's finger licking No, the the Japanese slogan, KFC is Christmas. Is that what it is? Isn't it? Isn't that the slogan? It might be. I don't know. I just buy it. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, this is, okay, some background. KFC is the thing you eat on Christmas Day in Japan. Me, not me, yes. but a lot of people. I do. My husband's like, let's get KFC, <laughs> and I'm like, don't you dare. <laughs> <laughs> it is so weird. Okay, so 
It's good though. Like back in the seven back back in the seventies, KFC was coming into Japan, and some brilliant mind in marketing here wanted they they wanted something for KFC, like something, right? Mm-hmm. So they started marketing. Hey, you can get KFC for Christmas. KFC is Christmas. You know, that's something that you do because like turkey is not a thing in Japan. No, at all. At all. It is not a thing. So, and chickens, chickens obviously not turkey, but close, I guess. It's a bird. Some people <laughs> eat chicken good. for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. So it's not it's not too far off, right? Not fried chicken. So anyway, I mean fried chicken. So too. since, <laughs> so since then, KFC is the thing to do in Japan for Christmas. And so much so, they take reservations. You can go and reserve your Christmas meal. Like They're taking reservations now for December 25th. Mm-hmm. And some KFCs will stop, like, stop serving or like taking reservations because they're full. Um, it is the craziest thing. And like... The packaging will be like because you know Japan loves its packaging. Like you'll have you'll get like a nice bucket and you get the strawberry shortcake sometimes and you'll get like biscuits and French fries and all this stuff for a quote unquote Christmas dinner. And even if you don't like want to eat KFC for Christmas, just go and check out the lines because it's amazing. It's insane. And depending on the KFC, so I know like mine because mine's a small one because I. And I don't live near a big station. Um, They actually... So you can still buy chicken the day of if you didn't reserve ahead of time. Mm -hmm. That's fine. But they make the menu very limited. Like you can only choose from like five or six things because they're so busy trying to fill the orders for Christmas Day. Yeah, that's got to be intense, man. I'm frying up all the chicken so fast. Yeah, like it's to the point where... There's two lines. Yeah. One is for people who made the reservation and they're picking it up, and for people that haven't and are want something from the limited menu. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it's one of the. It's just a fascinating thing. It really is, and I think it's unique to here. I don't think other. It, I don't think they did this campaign in other countries. Not that I'm aware and it, of, and unless it's some, somewhere else in Asia. Yeah, I just. It just stuck. It's one of those things. Just like Kit Kats. Okay, I found it. It's It was in 1974. The national marketing plan was Christmas Niwa Kentucky or Christmas for Kentucky. Kentucky for Christmas. Uh, <laughs> so not Christmas for Kentucky. Kentucky Fried Chicken for Christmas. No, Kentucky for Christmas. <laughs> Kentucky Fried Don't Chicken for Christmas. Don't listen to me. I've been drinking again. <laughs> and also... Um, most of the time, a lot of the KFCs have a, like a statue of Colonel Sanders outside. Yes. And they'll dress him up as Santa. That's amazing. That's my favorite thing. They, they always throw something on him. Like, uh, it's like for Halloween, he'll be dressed up as a vampire. That's great. And then, like, certain in like certain um, ho- like Japanese holidays, he'll be dressed as a samurai. <laughs> I, d- I don't know. KFC's a big deal here. And I'm fully in support of that because i love it and it's very yummy i mean it's it tastes it tastes good here and other places too but it tastes really like fresh here i find i prefer it here than the kfc back home the same i agree back home is very greasy yeah 
here. Like, it's greasy, but it's not, like, disgustingly greasy, if that makes sense. Yeah, I don't know what they do different, but... I don't know either. It does taste but it's delicious. better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a, you know what? Um, like, can we talk about drinks? Yeah. Like, winter drinks? Ooh. Because there's so yes. much here. Like, um, what what's your favorite winter drink in Japan? Corn soup from a can. Oh, look at you. You're going advanced level already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is. No, but that is, I think so. And and it, it is. It's like, it's very, it's very, it sounds like, oh, corn soup. It's, but it's very Japanese. Um, and it's the most, the soup that the most people drink in Japan is corn potage, corn soup. Yeah, so much so that we had corn potage popcorn at Tokyo Disney at one point. There you go. Yeah. And it's really good, even though it's in a can. It's not. Seriously, you should. You have to try it. And it's hot. And it's hot. Like you could buy it hot from the vending machine. Like they've added from like the new stores. soups, but like they're not as good. You know? Yeah, I think there's the, the red bean soup, the azuki bean. No, I like I like the azuki bean um, drink soup. I don't know what you would call it. I like that. I mean, soup like, drink. they have, like, other soups, like onion soup and mushroom soup. And, like, they've added, like, a whole bunch of new soups. But the best one is the corn potage. Corn potage all the way. Mm-hmm. And what about you? What's your favorite drink? Um, okay, that that's one that's up there for sure. Um, I would say probably, like, amazake or, like, the hot wine when I'm walking around the city. Or, oh, my gosh, and I had this the other day. At Cacao Sampaka in Maranochi, um, the Spanish chocolate shop, they have like this hot chocolate with booze in it, which is so, so, so good. And it's amazing. Oh, that does sound good. Yeah. Ooh. Go check it out. While you're checking out the Christmas market in that area or like the Christmas displays with all the lights and the trees and stuff at the different department stores, check out the Cacao Sampaka, the hot chocolate. So, so good. Oh, and they have, okay, I know it's winter and you probably don't want to have ice cream, but they have ice cream with booze in it now too. So. What? Yeah. What? When do they open? I'm going tomorrow. <laughs> go right now. <laughs> oh, wait. No, now it's closed. But yeah, go tomorrow morning. <laughs> ah, I need to do this. Okay. <laughs> I'm learning a lot today. That's good. Yes. Um, I want to talk about the vending machine some more. Okay. okay let's. Oh, my God. Okay. So things in the vending machine lately. Um, Chris, uh, not Christmas cake, uh, chocolate cake in a can. Drink. I've seen that. <laughs> and it's warm. <laughs> it's, why? Did you try it? No. I haven't tried it either. I need to try it because that sounds... Just... The things you find in vending machines in this country is baffling sometimes. It sounds like it, it really can't is. be bad, right? I've had bread from a can from a vending machine. I, I know. I had to try that too because I was like... Oh, it's, 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 it's all right. It's all right. It's actually pretty it good is. and kind of ingenious too because... Like, let's say there's a disaster or something. Yes, you need that. It's food. Yeah. So it's, you know, not that crazy, I guess. If there's a disaster, I want one of those vending machines by my house. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the vending machines. So probably around September 1st, <laughs> <laughs> they start adding the hot drinks back into the vending machines. Which is necessary. Uh, I've, well, I've done, a, I did a little research a while ago and I like, I think I watched a documentary on vending machines in Japan or something like that. I need to look up what that was. Um, but so 
Uh, obviously, the companies that run the vending machines, like you know, that restock them and change out the drinks and all that kind of stuff, they have all this data, right? Mm. And they know the areas where the most like elderly people are. Oh, so they go to those places first and switch over a lot of the drinks. Like they'll add like two rows of hot drinks mm-hmm. because you know older people are usually colder, so they want something hot. And they'll, you know, and then for like younger areas, you know, like, you know, big places like Shibuya, Shinjuku, those places, that's very youth oriented. So those kind of switch over last. Mm -hmm. So anyway, hot drinks and vending machines are the best thing in the world. I am okay with paying a little bit more to have a hot can of coffee or corn soup or tea or lemon tea, yuzu tea. I don't care. When it's cold out, I just like having something hot to hold. The other day I forgot my gloves and it was a lifesaver. I just bought a warm drink and I was just holding it in my hands. You know, it's like keeping warm, putting it in my pocket. It's it's a lifesaver. And, and I know this is not a hot drink or maybe there is one. I'm not sure. But you can also get Christmas cake in a can starting from last year, right? Yeah. There you go. Do you know where that was? Around. It was around, it was around, like they had initially released it in a specific area and then it spread around the entire country and went nationwide. Okay. I need to look this up. I saw it at our station recently. So they have it. It's almost everywhere now, I think. Yeah. Okay. Christmas cake in a can. Yeah. Vending machines. Hot vending machines. Uh, Oh, you, you have something here about holiday tea. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, speaking of food, one of the things that I really, really enjoy during the holiday season, I mean, all year it's fun, but um, they kind of go all out during the holiday seasons are like the, the afternoon teas that you can get at various hotels across the city. Of course, Peninsula is like one of the best at this. And um, different hotels will have like views of the city as you have your tea. And it's just a lovely um, break from the hustle and bustle of the city. And you get to eat some really lovely winter uh, and holiday themed food. And maybe with a glass of champagne, add some bubbles to that. And, and it's just a really great experience. And that's one of the things I enjoy during the holidays uh, in the city. Tea time. It's always nice. It is. And you can do it at Tokyo Disney Resort as well, of course, at the Tokyo Disneyland Hotel. Yeah, Dreamers Lounge. They'll have a, they have a Christmas one. Mm-hmm. And so probably the biggest thing about Christmas, um, not just in Tokyo, but in Japan in general... Is December twenty fifth and twenty fourth is date night. Yeah. So you're gonna if you're out, you're gonna see a lot of couples out and about. And even at even at the resort, there's gonna be a lot of couples. It's just I don't know how it started. It just did. Maybe KFC had a thing <laughs> something to do with it. Well, because the holiday the family holiday is New Year's. So yeah. uh, Christmas, yeah, it's not it's not religious. It's like it's like a like a normal day, but there's sparkle lights which are romantic and it's cold and you want to get close to your honey. So yeah, it makes sense that it could be a date night, you know. Yeah, no, it's not a far stretch. So you'll notice a lot of restaurants are going to be booked up. Yes. Um, I know they do it for Valentine's Day, but I don't know about. Christmas. I haven't seen it, but there there was something about um, there were some restaurants that were only taking reservations for single people. 
Oh my gosh, that's kind of amazing. <laughs> because they didn't want the single people to feel bad if they want to go out and eat. Yeah. Seeing couples everywhere. Aww. Which I thought was, okay, that's actually an interesting concept to, you know, I guess if there's a market for it, why not? True. Like like in Tokyo, there's thousands of, probably millions of restaurants. Well, maybe not millions, but there's a lot of restaurants in this city. So a couple of them only allowing single people to go is probably fine. <laughs> I wouldn't mind it. Oh, wow. There's a lot to do for, for Christmas in Tokyo. And there's probably things that we miss because there's things happening oh, yeah. all over the city. And you cannot, you just simply cannot cover it all. No. Like, I guess we could have talked about shopping. Like, Oh, man, uh, that's a whole you know other how, deal. Like, like characters and stuff uh-huh. will have, like, all they'll do, all they'll do is, like, add, like, a little Santa hat onto a character. <laughs> and it's like, it's Christmas. Yay. I just think of that, that, that Simpsons episode, uh-huh. you know, with Malibu Stacy. <laughs> and all they do is they add a new hat and everyone goes crazy. <laughs> like, oh, my God. It's Malibu Stacy. <laughs> it's a new limited but outfit. <laughs> She has a new hat. What? <laughs> yeah, that's what I think of. But that's literally what they do here. It's true. You'll see Pikachu with a Christmas hat. Uh, or like maybe a little scarf. And it's like, okay, that's the Christmas version. Or like, if you know Gudetama, the, you know, the lazy egg, he'll have a Santa hat on now. It's just Hello Kitty will have a Santa hat on. Whatever. Mickey, they'll put a hat on him. Well, like. At the resort, they do much more than that, obviously. But you, you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, I guess that leads us to our listener question. Uh, what should we do on December 24th and 5th, or you know, whichever, if we aren't going to the parks? Uh, well, my number one suggestion is get KFC. Duh. <laughs> Like, do you even have to ask? <laughs> get KFC. Oh, uh, I would, I would, I would say go have it similar to you. Have a dinner out in the city, maybe with a city view would be really beautiful. So you can see the sparkling Christmas illuminations below you. Have some, some champagne, or something, and have a nice evening out. Something romantic. Something romantic. Yeah. And, yeah, go walk around and watch the, the Christmas lights, the illuminations. Oh, for sure. And and like we mentioned before, like the good thing about it is because it gets dark so early, mm-hmm. you can have an early night. Yeah. and You don't have to be out until 11 o'clock at night. And you can, things close, so don't, don't stay out too late because you don't want the trains to stop. Yeah. Um, like like I said, the sun sets at 4.30. By the time it's 5, it's completely dark outside. So there you go. Oh, you know what? Okay. In um, in Hibiya, and I don't know why we've never done this because it's like right by where we live, but uh, there's an outdoor European-style Christmas market, and they have like this massive like 14-meter Christmas, like a tower, and it's brought in from like Dresden, Germany. And um, you go there, get some glue wine. Maybe they'll have some entertainment. I don't know. It looks really, really cool. And um, looks beautiful. So you check that out. Oh. What was it again? It's uh, the Tokyo Christmas Market in Hibiya Park. Okay, okay. I'll have to look that up. Mm-hmm. And then our park park tip... Well, I guess it's not really the park tip, but whatever. It's a tip. 
<laughs> um, the evenings are cold, so dress in layers. And the reason for layers is so you don't pass out from heat exhaustion on the train. There you go. Yes. That is the worst. <laughs> and yeah, like that's another thing why like wearing like just like one layer of thick clothing doesn't really work no. here because the trains are so hot. Yeah, they torture you. <laughs> like again, like September 1st seems to be like that magical date <laughs> where like okay, summer's over, turn the heat on. <sighs> Even though it's but hot it's outside. Still- it's still 25 degrees outside. We don't need the heat on, but they do it anyway. And the heated seats and everything. Yeah. So <sighs> dressing in layers helps, especially with the wind up outside. But when you're inside, you can take off like one or two layers. Mm-hmm. And you're not sta- like you're not standing there in your T-shirt or your like, you know, the shirt that you're wearing. Yeah. Which, you know, could look a little strange. The apartment stores, too. They crank up the heat. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> After living here for all these years, you think we'd be used to it, but we're no, not. No, never. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> so, yeah, remember, Lair's. They're your friend. All right, so that's it for the show. And before we go, we have to thank some lovely explorers who are supporting us on Patreon. So, big thank you to Acro Disney Girl, Alex, Amy, and Amy. Angela, Mama Explorer, Benjamin, Bryson, Carl, Carlos, Carrie, Claire, Claudia, Darren, Dave, David, and Disney It Girl. All right, and thank you to Emily and JP. Thank you, Jessica and Kathy. Thank you, Lee and Marie. Thank you, Michael and Murray. Thank you, Rosaline. Thank you, Sophie. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you, Thomas and Timothy and Tomoko. And Tracy. Yay. Yay. Thank you so much. You guys are amazing. You help keep the show running. We we really do appreciate it. Uh, It's kind of funny. So really quickly, Mm. I have my mom's full name or like not her full name, but I have her name written down, but I, I can't bring myself to say my mom's name. (laughs) I have to say mama explorer. (laughs) Cause you know, like when you're, you're growing up, you don't really call your parents. Like most of us don't call our parents by their first names. It's kind of awkward, right? Yeah. So I never... I can never call her by her real name. I just call her Mama Explorer or just Mom. <laughs> I like Mama Explorer. I think that's a cute, it's a cute name. It is. I can't remember if I came up with it or if she did. I don't remember. Someone did. Maybe someone else did. I don't know. I don't remember. Anyway, it's stuck <laughs> either way. I always wonder like uh, for these names, because we do have the last names, like if people want us to read the last name or say the initial you guys should let us know. Um, so if you want your like last initial or something, because I know there's two Amy's. So l- let us know how you want us to read your name, too. All right. So don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, wherever you get your podcasts from. And leave us a little review on iTunes. It does help us out a lot. So go and leave your five-star review and say how awesome we are and all that fun stuff. Um, if you have any questions or suggestions for the show, you can send them to us. Contact at tdrexplore.com. And you can find us on our website at tdrexplore.com. And we're all over social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube, all those places, all under TDR Explore. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, the chief content editor of TDR Explore. And I am the one eating buckets of chicken <laughs> for, from KFC. That's what I do. 
And joining, as always, is the beautiful Patricia. Oh, I'm the one who wants to go to the parks, but there's blackout dates and looking for glue wine. You can find me at Dreams Sweets Love. And mm, I don't know, it's late. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you can find me at Dreams Sweets Love on Twitter and on Instagram. All right, Spars, until next time. Bye.